0: With more than 60 episodes in the game, KP and PR are still dropping gems. Secrets continues to bring you the hot fire that you have grown to expect. Listeners describe secrets as the ultimate receipt for motivating the underrepresented employee to be bold in achieving their career aspirations in corporate America. And season four will definitely not disappoint as they deliver secrets on how to advocate for yourself, how to become a better ally and how to get your market value. Your hosts, Keith Powell and Ricky Robinson put in that work to reach the top of corporate America. And this groundbreaking podcast challenges you as well as corporate America to be better and do better. KP and PR will bring you more tips and tricks on how to advance in your career. So fill up those cups and welcome to season four.
1: hello hello everybody welcome to secrets kp brother what's happening what's going on man doing all right what's happening pr you know i was thinking about episode 66 with andre
2: leday mm-hmm. where we talked about the lost tribe and he talked about that term he mentioned it right which basically was talking about black people who get ahead and then forget where they came from and that kind of just struck a chord with me <laughs> you know andre called it the lost tribe but i basically call it black on black crime
1: Ain't that the truth, KP? I mean, this type of like foundational forgetfulness, you know, is what we'll refer to it as, it happens like a lot in the BIPOC community. And we've had quite a few examples of this lost tribe mentality in the Latin community when it comes to politics with Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio with their support for policies that negatively impact their tribes, Mm -hmm. okay? But I'm not gonna stop there. We've also had examples within the LGBTQ plus uh, community with uh, Peter Thiel and Richard Grinnell. Yeah. And although they're openly gay, they overtly supported Trump and some policies that were designed to hurt the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, totally. Totally. (laughs) Those cats,
2: those cats were out of control. but,
1: but, But you think about it like this is like that same You know, crime that we're talking about, whether it be black on black or BIPOC, you know, BIPOC, like this is the same thing. Right. And lastly, let me just take a few minutes. okay? And I know this happened a while ago and we've been, you know, quiet about it because we've been trying to see what was going to happen. But let me just take a few minutes to touch base, you know, on the issue that occurred, you know, last month with the Oscars Mm -hmm. between Will Smith and Chris Rock. With the slap heard around the world. Yeah, yeah. But if we zoom out for a bit, this is another example of what we refer to as this black on black crime. Yeah, yeah, it's no doubt. I mean, that was a tough,
2: multi layered situation. Yeah. With that whole thing. So
1: many things. But it was
2: just like somebody with power and privilege just felt like they could just do any old thing a Mm -hmm. little bit. That's kind of how it all shuck out at the end. Right, right. But Ricky, one of the biggest. Black-owned black crimes in the history of America has to be the selection of Clarence Thomas to the Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. So don't, don't get your hair on fire, Secrets. Right, right. I said it. I can just remember hearing his personal story during his confirmation hearings back in 1991. And like many other black people, his story was our story. You know, it was the story of my mother, my grandmother, who were pawns in the segregated South, oppressed by Jim Crow laws, fighting every day for a little dignity. Mm -hmm. And like so many black people during this hearing, we mistakenly thought that he might change or be at least a bit more compassionate once he got elevated to the Supreme Court. Yep. But we got duped, people. <laughs> we got duped by a lost tribesman.
1: The Okie Doke. <laughs>
2: Okie Doke. <laughs> You think about it like every one of the important issues that impact black lives, voting rights, affirmative action, reproductive health, marriage equality, all these things. He has been on the wrong side of history, pushing bootstrap conspiracies and meritocracy myths. It's like, get on out of here.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really is. Essentially black on black crime, right there. Like that is like that is like probably one of the worst examples, Hold one, one on of the best examples bat, right? of some of the worst behaviors, mm-hmm. you know, right there. Right. And again, we're not saying your responsibility is to do all things to your, you know, culture or this, sure. that, and the other, but again, somebody helped you get there. That's right. Right? Something happened to mm-hmm. help you get there. And look, we see this same thing happen in corporate America. Government and other industries when one of us gets a little taste of the pie, yeah, okay, that look, I'm get like that look wrong. Yeah, it's like having like some uh, little taste of sweet potato pie, a little taste of you know pecan pie, you yep, know, yep. <laughs> whatever it is. All you get that. you get that little taste of pie, and you just 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 lose it. And look, now I can't speak for myself or for you, uh-huh, okay, because uh-huh. I know you, yeah, okay. Yep. But it does appear as though we are so worried. You know, about keeping our own positions of status that when we start to tear down the community by not uplifting others in the pipeline mm-hmm. or growing talent with our future leaders, we're doing this stuff. We're it's doing almost it. we're like doing it to each other. Exactly. And it's almost like a crabs in the barrel scenario. Yeah, it sure
2: is. It sure is. And so, you know, this is gonna be an interesting episode for us today because we, you know, we're going after our people a little bit. But but well, we'll still have a little fun, too. So in today's episode, we'll share stories of how we've been impacted both positively and negatively by black leaders. We'll talk about the potential negative consequences of black leaders not supporting their black employees. And we'll provide some receipts on the impact of BIPOC leaders mentoring and sponsoring other BIPOC employees. And we'll close out with three secrets on how black leaders can support their black colleagues.
1: Ah, uh, Man, so, so, so look, Keith, I mean, let, let's just try to level set, you know, for yeah. a quick second here, right? In we we might make some people a little uncomfortable today. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, with the topic, but you know how at seekers we 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 put it out there. Put it out we there. put it all we out put there, it out right? There. And y'all right. know that old phrase that all skin folk ain't kin folk. Yep, yeah. this is kind of what we're talking this about. Is it. And, and again, I know you know as we're focused here, you know, on some very recent, and relevant, you know, scenarios. As they as we've seen it as brothers, you know, in here, right? But again, we know this impacts, you know, everyone. But do you remember? Like, I know I come up with some crazy shit sometimes, you too, right? You okay. Too. But you remember that that character on Django Unchained? Oh boy. Oh boy. Me and my sister Keisha, we talk about this all, all the time. The time. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about this all the time with Samuel Jackson's character. Ooh. He was doing one thing. And was one way, yeah. you know, with the, man, with the man, okay, but was another way when he people. came with his own people, yeah. right? And, well, this is what we're talking about today. We got some imposters within our midst. Yo, boy. We right. showed you. <laughs> and I'm going to go there too, Pia. Uh,
2: you know, I started with Uncle Clarence, but there are also other uncles out there in the workplace, a.k.a. Uncle Tom's, right. who forget about, you and where they came from
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, when they reached the highest ranks in the organization. It's just crazy. And for those of you who don't know, an uncle Tom is a person who betrays their own group by participating in its oppression, mm-hmm. right? Even like your, your cat, Samuel Jackson and Daniel and shade, right? <laughs> I mean, he was oppressed and then oppressing other people, right, right? Right. At the end of the day. And these people can just be as harmful to your career as the man at the end of the day.
1: But look, KP, I I, I get it, brother. I mean, I know how happy I was when I got my first people leader role. Yeah. Okay? How happy I was when I got my first director role or first VP role and now the first chief role. I mean, I was happy, man. I had these dreams, aspirations. I'm going to do all of these great things. Like in your mind, you have these thoughts like, man, this is the best opportunity that I've ever had. Ever, ever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But we have some people... Out there in our BIPOC community that takes, you know, these new opportunities that we get as now they become like the gatekeepers when it comes to providing opportunities for others in the BIPOC community. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna decide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to work hard. To work. You're going to have to work harder, harder, you know. It's almost like they are like hazing you know, uh, those that come after them, right? Like in in if you if you've joined a prestigious group or a fraternity of sorority, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes with this elite elitist behavior, you know, so to speak, right? Let me give you a, a very quick example. After they get their roles and there's a call to mentor a sponsor, you know, um in an, an up and coming, you know, BIPOC talent, they make them jump through unnecessary hoops for the help that ends up basically demoralizing them. You you ain't ready yet. <laughs> you, you know, you need to yet. keep doing this. You and, uh, need to keep you know, doing this. that and do that. Why don't you try this? Yeah, Go exactly. Or, you know, just really breaking people's spirits, you know, down. Or when, you know, there's an opportunity to provide, like, feedback or advocate for the talent, whether it be, like, in meetings where mm-hmm. you're actually talking about succession planning, mm-hmm. instead of saying something positive, they either say, Nothing at all when they Mm -hmm. should know something. Okay. That's right. Or they'll say something slick about the talent. Yeah. You know, yeah, Keith is all right, but. But. Yeah, you you know, know. it's like. That's right. Because you're protecting yourself. Exactly. Because you don't really want to sign up, you know, for him or something like that. Mm -hmm. In either situation, you know, that I, I spoke about, they're both harmful nonetheless. Oh, no doubt. Totally. totally. I mean, and those are the conversations
2: and things that happened in the room again. And you don't even know what people are talking about you. But I would think, I would hope if Ricky's in the room and my name comes up, he at least has something good to say that'll help move the envelope.
1: Or give it some encouragement and then say, okay, look, I was just in this conversation. Hey, Keith, this shit just came up. Okay, like, hey, I said this is what you're good at, and these are some of the areas of opportunity. Let's work on those together. Let's work on those together, right? (laughs) Let's keep it moving. Exactly.
2: That's right. PR, this takes me back, though, to when I started at Kodak. You know, I was hired as a finance director for a $1.2 billion manufacturing organization, mm-hmm. like four days before my 31st birthday. I'm a young whippersnapper.
1: <laughs> yeah, young I, pup.
2: Young pup. Let me go on a tangent for just a second, though. You and I are second generation kind of black corporate leaders mm-hmm. at this point, right? And the leaders before us were really in that affirmative action generation, that class that kind of broke through and broke broke some glass, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had all the credentials but never really received the opportunity until companies were forced to provide that opportunity, mm-hmm. right? And once they got in the door, you know, they had to fight like hell for everything that they got. So I get it. <laughs> but with that backdrop, I want to bounce back, right? Because when I moved into this role, no black person had ever occupied this role. And I was at a salary ban that the first generation I talked about, it took them decades yeah. to get to that point, to get mm-hmm. to that salary ban. And I'm just hopping in at pre-31 <laughs> with this big-ass job and this salary ban that took people and, you know, so people
1: felt some kind of way. So so you, <laughs> like, back then, we're talking about, I know we used the term purple unicorn. You really were. Yeah. Right, yeah. because because they hadn't really seen it, hadn't you know? Hadn't seen it. This, this seen is a chance. It. Somebody right. took a chance. Took a chance. <laughs> took yeah. a risk.
2: Uh-huh, exactly. Took a risk. That's right. So, you know, so... I got what I would call a lukewarm reception for some black leaders when I arrived, right? They were happy to have more melanin in the ranks. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, this is great. But they also wanted me and others like me to experience the hazing that you talked about and the timing that was necessary to get ahead, the same amount of time that it took them to kind of get
1: there. Right, just like, right.
2: You really don't deserve to be here.
1: I mean, you you think you're going to get here in four years? Well, it took me 14. 14, 40. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And, you know, and I get it. I mean, I really do. I get the
2: sentiment, but it's still not the growth mindset Mm -hmm. that we need moving forward because times change, you know, and hopefully opportunities get better and more plentiful for all of us. And the next batch of leaders that are coming through will hopefully get the chance sooner And get more coin and all of those things than we have right now. And that's just how it goes. That's the way the world works. So it would be criminal Mm -hmm. for any BIPOC leader to hold back younger talent because they haven't gone through what we've gone through.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's almost like, you know, times change. Like, you know, your your parents talk about walking uphill in the snow, barefoot, this, that, and the other. Like, but mama, you bought me shoes. (laughs) Like, you want me to take my shoes off and do the same thing? (laughs) (laughs) Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like back in the day, we had to go use payphone. It's like... I can't even find a pay phone. Right. You know, now no, you can't at all. That's like, right. So, but the times change. Times change. And, and then, the, that was part of the struggle was about to get ahead. So you wouldn't have to go through what I went through. Right. So it's almost like, you know, you want folks to experience the same thing you did in the same manner, but there's right. a different way, Right. you know, to be able to do it. I totally get not wanting to, sign up or sign off for someone who's not ready. Mm -hmm. But this is not what we ask you to do. But look, look, KP, I mean, we, 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 I know we go hard, you know, sometimes, (laughs) you know, uh, when when we, uh, you know, get the reminiscing here. But, like, why don't you talk about, if you can, like, a couple like uh i know you had like some positive examples you know of black leaders so why don't you start off you know with that for us
2: yeah 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 you know and i'll start out by saying you know there's a lot of good brothers and sisters out there at the end Mm -hmm. of the day right Mm -hmm. that are really lifting people up and helping them out so we've had some of them right here on secrets i mean probably every guest that we've had on here is doing the right thing yeah at the end of the day lifting lifting people up and making sure that they get on the right path and i'll admit that i was lucky uh, when it comes to the issue that we that we're discussing i didn't have any hugely negative experiences i talked about that one coming in the door but overall the experience was still good we were able, i was able to get through that pretty easily um and people started to respect me as i started to put receipts on on the board right but i'll just say even though i didn't have really big negative experiences i've seen this in action yeah. and i know you have too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I want us to talk about, you know, a couple of black leaders in particular that that helped made uh, iCareers kind of jump off. And I know you've talked about a couple in particular that mm-hmm. that helped you. Right, Why don't right. we start with LT?
1: Oh, man. Wow. Lisa Tomlinson, man. Yeah. Like, when I think about this sister, man, she was, like, the first example of someone that I looked up to that was a role model of black excellence to me. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, look. K.P., I remember in the mid to you know late 90s pulling up in the parking lot when I worked at Pizza Hut, PepsiCo, mm-hmm. and seeing a gold two-seater Mercedes-Benz that had a personalized license plate that said, tens only. All right, That's a player. That's a <laughs> yeah, baller right tens there. tens only. That's a baller. And I didn't even really, you know how you try to sound something out? you like, tens? So you trying to sound out and see what it meant. You know, I was like, oh. Now, look. I wasn't driving Big Red yet. Not okay, yet. Uh, not I had yet. I had my Volkswagen Jetta, AK the Concert on Wheels. Oh, yes. Okay, right. and uh, now look, it had a whole lot of beat in it, you know. Yeah. But I, I, what I remember is not being able to roll down the windows when I went over some train tracks because the window might slide into the door panel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you and still
2: had roll up windows. Yeah, I did, That's I did
1: right. I roll up windows, and the check engine light would come on if I hit a bump too hard or something like that, yeah. right? So I remember sitting in a meeting and watching this this, this sister, like wearing a clean ass tailored suit, you know, and watch her handle a room full of white men with so much dignity and grace. And it was almost like she was this conductor of an orchestra. She was making music. You know, in that room with her level of executive presence and influence. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm comparing this to me wearing my oak tree and my merry go round uh, suits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, man, LT was the first person that sat me down and really used her knowledge and influence to invest in me becoming a leader in the same respect to, as regards to like my overall branding, Mm -hmm. like my marketing collateral, my personal value proposition. She
2: introduced you to that term, didn't she?
1: (laughs) She sure did. Like, yeah, it was a struggle. Lit you up. (laughs) (laughs) But the most important lesson was that she insisted that I give back to the community as a servant leader. Like all of that stuff. She was like, she kept asking, so who are you mentoring? You know, what mm-hmm. What kind of community service are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like all of those types all of those things. Questions. She was asking me, you know, I was doing staffing and recruiting back in the day. She's like, how many people are here uh, are, are, are women? Yeah. How many people on here are like, back then it was just minority candidates. Yeah, like she right. was asking me the, the, the resources, things. like all of that stuff. Like she insisted you know, that I do that, you mm-hmm. know, so it mm-hmm. it became part of like my DNA. It's your DNA. Mm-hmm. No,
2: I agree. And in my case, you know, I had the ultimate positive experience with my mentor, Ann, Ann McCorvey. You know, sh- she hired me. She mentored me. She promoted me. She sponsored me and everything in between. If there's something <laughs> in between. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> she did it. I mean, like even before my first day of work and made sure I was set up for success. She made sure my relocate, because I was moving from Canada. Yeah, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. She made sure my relocate, what do you need? Mm -hmm. It makes sure movers are set, my housing is set up, you know, I got real estate, I got people on the ground that are waiting to greet me and to take me out to dinner and stuff (laughs) even before I start work, right? We put out a we put together like a hundred day plan mm-hmm. of how we're gonna just do things execute. Here's who you gotta meet. She she showed me the ropes, right? She helped me understand the culture, the politics, the personalities. Yep. That's all the shit that you don't get.
1: All that unwritten stuff. All that
2: unwritten stuff <laughs> of why we started secrets, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, yep. she was giving it to me, giving it to me, feeding it to me. Make sure that I knew, and and then she made sure we worked my EDP, yep. Yep. which was huge.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, like your
2: your Your employment uh, development plan, exactly. Right Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, so we work that every other week because we have one on ones every other week. So we're just making sure here are the goals that are important for the organization. You know, for your business for the company. And, and this
1: is how your individual activities <laughs> That's right. contribute, contribute to, to that. the team goals That's and the right. company goals. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: So it's those goal, those KPI pieces, but then there's also the interpersonal skills and yeah. leadership skills over here. It's like you need exposure here, you need to work on this, do that. And so all of that stuff made me like ready for central casting.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, man. <laughs> it's 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 crazy when you think about this because I mean you're like in your 30s. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you realize some of us don't get this shit till we're in our 50s? Right. Some right. of us don't get it at all. At all. You, you know Most of mean? us like, don't get it at all. We don't get all. it at all, man. So this is the, the, the joy in which you talk about with uh, Secrets. But you know Keith, I would be in violation of everything that we do if I did not mention one more person that influenced me with an outstanding model of work ethic and belief within the village for supporting like the BIPOC community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, Vince Woodard was that dude for me. Okay. Okay. I was recruited to work for Gapping back in the day. Okay. And I was moving from California to Tennessee. Okay. And okay. And, and again, yeah. I, I had this was my first, first reload. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to do. Right. You know, at that point, right? And it's <laughs> like when people say, Hey, you didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give, this, going to give this to you because you're going to need this. Yes. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool, Kind of cool. like what it was, you, <laughs> you know. Just and, happy to get the job to be on the move. Exactly. Right? It was like, wait a minute, and, and he's like, well do you own a home yet? And I'm like, no. He's like, okay, well, you're going to need this because this is going to help you be able to buy your first home. You Mm -hmm. know, like had me looking at stuff rather than the money. Yeah. Looking at the opportunity, no state taxes, you know, all that Mm -hmm. stuff, you know, but, but this brother took me under his wing and showed me the ropes from a totally new perspective. We were talking about shit I hadn't even thought about. Yeah, we thought about. Yeah. When is payday? That's what I'm trying to figure out. When is payday? All I need to do is pay (laughs) my bills. I'm (laughs) happy. payday, you know. Um, But from a totally new perspective, I mean, it's one thing to create an impact in a demographic area that you're familiar with. Like, I mean, this, you know, LA, we're talking about the, Bay. I mean, I've been there, you know, but to start from scratch and do that in a totally new environment, although it's still in the US, totally new environment. There were so many lessons learned under his leadership that I'm grateful for that took place while doing community service Eating breakfast yeah. and or dinner or just in the strategic approach to creating like sustainable change. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. when someone puts it together, then they explain to you, yeah. hey, I know it's this jacked up right now, mm-hmm. but this is how we're going to turn it into sugar. Yeah. OK, this is what the plan is, you know, right here. When I look back at that time, you know, and the trust and the commitment that Vince put into me, I'm so humble because he really didn't have to do that yeah. at all. At all. He could have got somebody local. You know, to do that, he relocated and did these things. But these are the examples of people who have taken their responsibility to the village, like, seriously. Yeah. Like, forget about it being black. Forget about it being a woman or, you know, whatever. You, you know, like, BIPOC. Forget about all of that stuff. So when we call out black on black crime, <laughs> we know that this is not The new norm.
2: Yeah. No, it's true. (laughs) And just through the examples that we shared, when we're not doing right by our own, what can happen?
1: Oh, my God. right?
2: And when we do right, Mm -hmm. what can happen? Absolutely. It made all the difference in the world for us to be able to get to where we are today to have black leaders stepping up. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. (laughs) Every day. And then we got others that are trying to keep us back. When I think about the impact of all of this... When we as black people, when we don't leverage the power that we have in these roles, we further perpetuate the fragmented and divided system that the majority wants us to continue. They love it. They love it. (laughs) This is like we winning Uh uh every single day. So regardless of where you sit within the diaspora, Uh right, we are playing into their hands when we don't help each other out.
1: Oh my goodness. I mean, I know this sounds like you're sitting in here and you probably talking to my to my granny, you <laughs> know, and she and she telling you this stuff, but it's true. It's, it's true. It's some of the stuff that I really didn't want to listen to. Right. You know, back in the day, it's like I see it every day now and it's sickening. Mm-hmm. It's act, it's actually sickening. Look, the moral to the story for me though, Keith, is it takes a village. And I know that sounds cliche-ish, but it does take a village. And it takes an individual commitment to not lose yourself in the process of getting new opportunities. Yes. Think about what it means to the community when they can see what they want to be when they see you. Yes. When they see themselves in you Indeed. or you or you show them you in themselves. In themselves. That's right. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know. So don't make them see what they can't be, right. you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Rather make it seem so unachievable. Like the moral to the story is you got to work on yourself. Yes. You know, also there's a responsibility yeah. when you have this. But you know, look, Keith, I know every week they say, Man, these brothers just go off on these tangents and they start talking about stuff and this, that, and the other. Well, look, if if there wasn't, if this wasn't true, there would be no secrets. If some of these things it weren't... exist. <laughs> right. exactly. And when it changes, we'll be out of business. And that's why I would ask. Yeah, let's exactly. Let's let let's keep this revolution going. But again, to to showcase That we're not just making shit up, Mm -hmm. okay? This is the part when we start talking about these receipts, Mm -hmm. okay? So today, we'll share receipts on the power of mentorship and why it is so crucial for creating opportunities for BIPOC employees.
2: Yeah. That first receipt here, you know, we've talked about this before, Ricky, that we shared this receipt that 71% of executives choose a protege of the same race and gender as themselves. 71%. That's right. And given the makeup of the executive race, which we are also clearly aware of, (laughs) it is critically important that BIPOC and female executives bring others along if we're going to make any kind of progress, right? The benefits of being a mentor or sponsor are are huge. And according to Coquel, individuals who choose to become a sponsor, mentor, or coach are more likely to reap the benefits for their own skills. Almost 57% expand their skill set versus 40% of non-sponsors, 41% are more likely to pick up tasks they don't like to do versus 26% of non-sponsors, 43% expand their knowledge of their customer base versus 26% of non-sponsors, and 30% expand their knowledge potential of new customers and new market segments versus 19% of non-sponsors. So, again, leaders who sponsor or mentor others are twice as likely to be aware of junior level colleagues concerns. So you end the game. You are not only like benefiting someone else, you're also benefiting Mm -hmm. from that relationship. And that reciprocity is huge.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, and, and what's crazy is how many leaders have we worked side by side with who don't look like us who are begging to be able to help? Yep. But they just don't know how just don't know. And how. they're depending on us to bring them talent or to introduce them to people, you know, whether it be for their specific teams or in their divisions or if they're asking for a friend, mm-hmm. you know, so to speak, like we're, we're connectors, we're talent, we're cultivators of talent, we're yep. talent ambassadors, all of these things, but you can't do it. That's right. You can't do it if you are if hazing, the shit. The game, yeah, right. if hazing the shit out of people like, oh, I wouldn't. Not, not you. Not you're you. not ready. You know, yet. that one. Exactly. Look, receipt number two to build on what uh, what you just dropped right there, KP. A study by uh, Sun Microsystems showed that those who serve as mentor are six times more likely to be promoted to a higher position mm. Six times, Mm. it's almost guaranteed, man. And the impact on mentees is huge as well. The study points out that 25% of mentees experienced an increase in their salary compared to 5% of people not involved in mentoring. And employees involved in mentoring are promoted five times more often than those not involved in mentoring. So So we're saying if you try to do shit on your own, Yeah. It's like almost destined for failure most times. You know what I'm saying? And and we're showing that there is a reward Mm -hmm. in you as being a BIPOC leader. Doing the same for the village. Doing the same for the village.
2: (laughs) Bringing somebody along, right? Exactly. That's right. And receipt number three, numerous studies have shown the impact of mentorship for black employees. Only 31% of black employees have access to a senior leader in the workplace Mm. compared to 41% of white employees. 67% of black professionals have no access to sponsors or allies to help their career growth. And black women are the least represented in corporate America. And we've talked about this numerous times. Right. There's 7% of the population, yet only 1.6% are in VP positions and 1.4% hold C suite roles. Right. And 59% of black women claim they've never had access to. Interact with upper management. Again, this is why it's so critically important for us as black people to reach back and bring somebody along.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's when I when I hear the receipts that we're talking about here, it's still shocking. Yes. Like. like, Yes. It's like, like, every time I hear it, I'm like, damn. And we didn't even mention board seats. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? Which That's going to be less yeah, than one. Yeah, exactly. Which, which is a total another episode that we even need to do, That's you know, right. there in terms of the board seats. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sickened, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, by hearing that. Look, the last receipt, receipt number four, we talk all the time about the importance of a village. Yep. Right? A strong network to help you navigate your career there's so many roles within the village right there you can go to somebody that no matter what you got going on mm-hmm. as an HR executive I can totally co-sign on these receipts I'm about to drop on you yeah <laughs> okay mm-hmm. according to stu- uh, to studies by the Bureau of Labor Statistics CNBC and LinkedIn 70% of job positions are occupied through networking mm. meaning meaning they're posted. And the average person ain't really going to get that when this is all about, you know, networking. 70% of jobs are never even posted. Yep. And 80% are occupied internally or recruiter meets their prospective employee through networking. Yep.
0: that's right. <laughs> okay, like so
1: we're saying, this is the formula. This, this is this the is, formula. This is the ingredient here. Finally, eight out of 10 professionals say the network... The network is crucial to their career success. And seven out of 10 employees got hired in a company through their connection in that company, meaning they worked with somebody before. They were familiar with them. This is not necessarily friends and family. This is networking. This is the connection, you know. So, again, we're talking about the power, you know, that you have In these roles, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the power that you have in these roles, when you get it, there is a responsibility. You got to step up for you to be able to do it. (laughs) Which drives us to the secrets. Yeah. And look, man, look, today we have three secrets on how to um, how to stop black on black crime and create more opportunities for black and other future leaders of color. Mm -hmm. Number one, with power comes responsibility. Secret number two, move from mentor to sponsor. And finally, secret number three. Send the elevator back down.
2: Yeah, there
1: you go. And that's secret number one. With power comes responsibility.
2: As black leaders move into roles of influence and power, We have to help move the needle for those following behind us. Mm -hmm. And as the receipts we just talked about, as they pointed out, nothing is going to change if we don't step up to advocate for the change. And on the flip side, there's a lot of benefit to being part of the solution. Six times more Mm -hmm. likely to get promoted. Are you kidding me? If you mentor somebody, what's the downside? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I can speak directly on the positive impact that building diverse teams have had on my career when i've had you know people look at that they notice it it's like how is he able to get you know 50 percent women on his team and you know big numbers with with uh people of color on his team and they kick an ass
1: too (laughs) right (laughs) and they all qualify and they all qualify (laughs) you know no no that's huge that's huge and i appreciate you sharing that look secret number two move from mentor to sponsor at some point, black leaders and other BIPOC, you know, individuals have to make the switch from being a mentor to everyone or uh, to, to, to being able to bet on someone, yep, right? Yep. Putting your reputation and credibility on the line to advocate for someone is going to be essential. Yep. You heard how Lisa and Vince did that for me and how Ann did that for Keith. If we want, like, to change the system... We have to take some strategic risk within the system. Exactly. (laughs) And a lot of times it's not even risk. It really isn't. It isn't really a risk. It's confidence building. It's all of those things. All those
2: things. Because the people mostly that you're going to bring to the table, they qualify. Right, right. They can do the job. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't be advocating for them.
1: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean- there's some basic qualifications that you got to have to get the job. Right. Okay. And Mm -hmm. again, this is about after you spend that time Mm -hmm. with the right leaders and you, and they, they, they get you up to speed. Now you can, you have the confidence to be able to shine on your own.
2: Yes, that's right. And the final secret, secret number three, send the elevator back down. There's an old phrase in the black community that when you make it to the top, send the elevator back down and pick another one up. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. It's easy to see what that means we don't have the luxury of getting to the top and then blowing up the damn elevator (laughs)
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> even, even, well, even, even though some of us are getting in these positions and then after we get up there we put out of order, on the, order yeah, yeah, right. yeah, on the elevator elevator ain't working you gotta use the stairs that's right use the, the <laughs> stairs the elevator and the stairs yeah, the are stairs. Uh, under construction under construction
2: that's right they paint in the stairs <laughs> yeah so exactly they, right. you gotta yeah. wait gotta, gotta, gotta wait I'm gonna let you know we'll though let the paint dry we'll be back <laughs> so You know, until we get the appropriate levels of representation at all levels, Mm -hmm. we got to work the hell out of that elevator, right? And really make sure that the sign when it says under repair is true.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs)
2: And you can find more resources on these secrets and receipts that we share today by going to our website, secrets.com, and looking in those show notes. We got lots of resources there for you on these topics.
1: Now, look, and I want to be able to give out just a a, a real good shout out to our listeners and fans out there. We've made all of this possible, but it wouldn't have been possible without them. You know what I mean? Like, you all have been down for us. Like, our listenership has continued to grow by over 10% times in the past year and that's really because you all keep listening, you that's keep right. writing in and saying, "Hey, what about this? Can you get this person on? Yeah. What about this?" you know. And I think this is just extremely humbling and and I also want to thank everyone for just taking the time to write the reviews on Apple, Spotify, and for joining our LinkedIn group. So just mm-hmm. keep doing keep that. Doing just doing keep that. commenting on those posts like your favorite social media channels. Like we are absolutely humbled by it, but I think again we would be remiss if we didn't give that special shout out you know all Twilight the time Hours. all
2: the time and be sure to check out that merch you know, go to the goods tab on our website and check out our latest gear. We keep upping the game. Yep. yep. And we're going to be sending out a poll soon just to see, you know, what you want to see. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> and based off, uh, based off of some of the recommendations, we got those new hot fire sweatshirts. Hot fire, fire sweatshirts. Oh my God. I right. like that. And we got the zip ups the now. Zip ups too. now. We got some <laughs> zip ups.
2: We're trying to up our gear game, y'all. And y'all know that Ricky and I are also locked in on helping you get that coin and getting your seat at the table. We are happy to provide personal coaching services or come to your organizations Mm -hmm. to do a panel or training and if we've helped you out consider sharing some of that love via patreon absolutely that's right and we're gonna do something special for all of our patreon followers after season four Mm -hmm. and as we
1: close this episode we want to remind you that You ain't crazy. You ain't crazy. Okay. You thinking about this stuff and you know, somebody out there acting like Samuel Jackson and Django, you know it and they know know it it. and they know it, it, but nobody has called them out on it. Right. right. So it's true that some um, people become part of that, that lost tribe, you know, that Mm -hmm. we spoke about and that Andre, you know, uh, mentioned to us as well. And we know they ain't going to help you out. That's right. Okay. That's not in their nature, but don't get discouraged. Okay. There's lots of good brothers and sisters out there and in, to Keith's point, we'll help you. We'll help you. Okay, yeah, we'll right. absolutely right. But the real black-on-black crime is that KP has let us sit over here for the past 10 minutes with some empty-ass glasses. <laughs> no, no ice jingling in these things, man. I'm over here parched, throat getting dry. Oh, man. So... I think it's time for a refill, but we want to just tell everyone again, thank you for your love. I'm going to go ahead and make sure Keith's ice maker ain't broken, but thanks for the love. Thanks for listening to the secrets and remember everybody, when we share, you transform. Peace.
0: Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed yet another gem from KP and PR. In fact, one listener said that Secrets continues to share the inside story on how to truly accomplish your corporate ambitions, and we hope you agree. If you are motivated and excited after listening to Keith and Ricky, please subscribe to our podcast, share with friends, donate via Patreon, and sign up for our executive coaching services. Check us out at www.c-crets.com to get more information about our secret services. Remember, when they share, you transform. Until next time, cheers.